sometimes when you step into the job of doing crossing over work, you help someone in a way that you didn't expect, or perhaps you're already helping without even knowing it. This happened with me and a super adorable little dog named Archie. The little guy's name was Archie. He was a Yorkie, he was old, tired, he was struggling, and he came to me through Pet Finder. I'm not going to lie. I was totally scrolling through Pet Finder. This isn't one of those stories where I saw him on the street and I rescued him or I picked him up. No, I, this was my own doing. <laughs> I was scrolling through Pet Finder. What do you expect? It's like when you go to a shelter and you say, okay, I'm going to go, but I'm not going to bring any animals home. You know, that's, that's not the case. You know, you're going to come home with some cutie pie. So my partner and I adopt senior dogs, and we've been doing this for a while. I've had dogs my entire life. And the dog that was my doggy love of my life, her name was Apple. And she came into my life when she was six. And ever since she passed, I had vowed, you know, when I could to adopt senior dogs, give them the absolute best end of life that they could have and do this as, as much as I could. So I was a little bit notorious for looking through pet finder, just in case one of these seniors needed me. Now I had my pattern. I had my, my laws that I set up for myself, my rules that said, okay, if you find someone on pet finder or you go to a shelter, you have to wait for two, two days, at least I want to say two to three. Notice how I backed it up to two. You have to wait for a couple of days. If the universe says, yes, you're the one that's supposed to help the dog, the dog will still be there. If not, somebody else will come in and adopt the dog. This was my, this was my way of not having 14 senior dogs in my home and telling the universe, Hey, I want to help put me in the right spot and time to help with the right animals. And that's ex exactly what happened. But this one, Archie was connected to a spiritual crossing that was really, really interesting. I didn't know this. I kind of stepped into it backwards without being aware, but when you hear this story, you'll, you'll understand spirit works in mysterious ways. And sometimes they'll have us do things that we don't have an explanation for now, but in the future it all unfolds. And this is what happened with Archie. So I've given you all the parameters. Here we go. I'm up, I'm on the pet finder app and I see this little guy, Archie, he's at the local pound, which is also a little bit heartbreaking because the pound doesn't have the financing that I wish that, that they had. Most pounds don't. He was at the pound and this picture of him, he was staring at the wall and it was clear that he was like blind. There wasn't anything particular about the picture that really pulled on my heart. But for some reason, the second I laid my eyes on this picture of this dog, I had to have him now right now. And I came out and I was, came out into the living room and I told my partner, I said, I, I think we need to adopt this dog. But then I said, but, but we wait for two days. <laughs> He's like, okay. And, but now I'm, I'm feeling myself wanting to cry over this. Like I, there was a desperation that came over me that doesn't come over me when it comes to adopting senior dogs. I, I just, it was an urgency and a desperation, but I calmed it. I went to bed that night. I woke up the next day and I was frantic about it. I was, I was just, that was the only thing on my mind. It had to happen. Nothing could stop me. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. And 
I said this to my partner. He's like, let's go, let's go. If, if this is hitting you this way, let's go. This is obviously, you know, we need to bring him home. So we go to the pound and it was filled with these incredible women who they were seniors and they were volunteering and they were taking as best care of these animals as they could, loving them, holding them. And this one woman uh, brought Archie in to meet us. She, you could tell she was super hopeful that we were going to say yes. Cause I'm telling you, Archie, he had dementia. He was blind. He was old and, and kind of, you know, he hadn't had a bath in a while and you could tell that she was just like hoping and hoping and hoping we were going to say yes. And you know, I was going to say yes. I mean, I knew I was going to say yes. I felt like I wasn't there to see if this was a fit. I felt like I was there to break this dog out of prison. He wasn't in prison. He had these lovely ladies caring for him, but I felt like I was on this mission that I had to get this dog. Now, the woman who was caring for the dog was, um, like I said, she was a senior. She was so wonderful. And then she said that she worked there. She volunteered there because she had had a brain tumor, brain injury, and, uh, and she was recovering from it and the animals were helping her recover. I mean, just tears, just tears of beautiful joy. How incredible that is this? And she had some, she was holding Archie with one hand and we agreed to, to adopt Archie and everyone was just joyous. They're so excited. Somebody was going to take this little scruffy dude home. and. So she's holding him while we process through everything. And I walk over there and she has Archie in one hand. And in the other hand, she has some cheese and her coordination wasn't very good because she was recovering from this brain injury. I couldn't, I don't remember if it was an injury. I think it was a tumor and she was recovering from it, but she had significant, you know, she had a significant way to go and she was so happy and she just glowed. She had this cheese and she was trying to feed Archie, but her hand coordination wasn't that great. So it was kind of smushing up into his nose, you know, and she was kind of, she was doing her best. And Archie being a dog was just on board for however this was going to unfold. But after like the third piece of cheese that kind of got smooshed into his mouth, this protective wave came over me of like, well, I'll I'll take the dog. I'll take the dog. It's okay. I'll take the dog. And this is when I knew something was up because that didn't match my personality. Cause my personality is looking at this woman and this dog thinking the two of them together, just standing here is a win-win. That's my personality. The joy the dog gets, the joy this woman gets. But all of a sudden I had this urge to get the dog out of her hands and into mine, you know? And it was this, this feeling of like my dog <laughs> again, did not match me. So I knew something, I like had this weird inkling that something was going on spiritually. I looked around. I was, I literally looked around. I'm like, is there anything going on energetically? Is there a spirit around here? Is something happening? Couldn't see anything. So we took Archie, lots of thanks, big hugs to these women who are doing just amazing work. And we got in the car. She, she handed Archie over to me and I could feel myself just go, oh, finally he's in my arms. I mean, it was intense. This was more than a typical adoption. It's not like I'm 40 some years old and this is the first dog I've ever had. I've had so many dogs that it didn't match with how my emotions typically would go picking up a senior and bringing it back to giving it, you know, a kick and awesome life before it goes to the other side. So I get the dog, I've got Archie in my lap, we go home. And 
And then it just kind of faded away and Archie blended into the family. We had two other seniors there, Sadie. Some of you might know Sadie. She's still with us. She's still with me. And, uh, and Sadie and her sister were there. So we had two dogs already and the two dogs welcomed Archie. So now we have three senior dogs in the home and Archie had dementia, loved wearing little jackets and shirts and things like this and, you know, cuddly. And he was really, really sweet. You could tell he was very, um, disconnected, but he blended in just fine. Everything was fine. And we went about our days about six or seven months later, Archie passed and all like all we could think of is this is what a great last six or seven months he had and what a little cute little button. And it was all fine for six or seven months. It was all felt really normal. And I was having a hard time calling to say, okay, it's time for someone to come to the home and you know, help with Archie passing and crossing over. So we called a vet that would come to our home to do this. So we didn't stress Archie out and have to bring him in somewhere. So, so the vet came to the house. I made the phone call. The vet came over and the vet worked with us to help Archie to pass and cross over peacefully without pain. All of the stuff that, that you know, I mean, so much love in that room, right? Some tears, just thank you, Archie, for being with us, even for the short time. And all of a sudden, a female spirit showed up on the inside of our house in right by the front door. And she was an older woman. I would say she was probably in her eighties, maybe a slightly larger build, gray hair. And she looked right at me, like locked eyes with me and said, thank you. And I saw Archie spirit leave Archie, leave Archie's body, run across the living room and jump up into this woman's arms. And I sobbed. I'm still getting emotional right now, just talking about it. It was so beautiful. And then the woman, she didn't say this, but I could feel it. It was this feeling of thank you for hanging in there with me. And I, I knew I was like, it was you, you were standing right next to me when I saw the part, the picture of your little dog. So clearly this woman had passed and then Archie had to be brought to the pound because Archie's owner passed and Archie's owner, this really cool lady decided to stay in the in-between to make sure that her dog was brought into a safe and loving home until her dog could transition. It was really beautiful and I will never forget it. I'll just never, I think the thing that really struck me was his cute little self running across in spirit form, running across my living room toward the front door and jumping up into her arms. It was as if she was waiting for him and he was just going to hang out a little bit more. And when he was ready to go, he jumped into her arms. And I remember thinking, do you need any help? She's like, I got this. I'm good. And she crossed over. I now get it. Looking back, when I saw the picture of Archie on Petfinder, <laughs> she was right next to me, like whispering in my ear. I didn't hear it. It wasn't uh, audible. It wasn't like communication with spirits that I normally have, but she was right there whispering in my ear, go get my dog, go get my dog. As if she had picked us to take care of her dog to make sure Archie was okay. It was why I was, oh, I was overly emotional. It's why I was pushing against my own rules of 48 hours before I make a decision. It was why when I stood there in front of this, 
I mean, angel saint of a woman who was volunteering and all I could think of is give me my dog. Like that was the emotion inside. Didn't express it. You know, I can contain myself. I knew that wasn't lining up with, with what was okay or what was happening in the moment, but still having the feeling I knew all of those were her. I didn't see her at the time, didn't hear her at the time, but those were her. And perhaps that's how it needed to be. They know better than we do, you know, what they need. And my guides knew, okay, don't, don't show Bo the woman, but let's let, let's let Bo be the one that, that takes care of Archie. Cause that's what this woman needs. Your guides are going to help with crossing over as well. They have a bigger perspective of what's going on around you. And they know what you need to know when you need to know it. And it doesn't matter how long you've been doing it. Sometimes you need to be kept in the dark for a little bit for the highest good of all and for the best outcome of a situation. And that was the best outcome for her. That was her dog. That was her little tiny love that she didn't want to cross over without. She knew it was going to be just a little bit of time and she wanted to make sure he had an absolutely fantastic last six or so months of his life and that he was cared for very well. And we made sure we did. He was adored. <laughs> and she was able to cross over with him. That's what she needed. And that's in the end, what's really, really important here is what she needed to be able to transition. Because as you know, like I always say, ghosts are people too. This podcast has been brought to you by the Crossing Over Community, a loving and safe community of individuals who are shining light on the beautiful process of the death transition. Members of this community are amazing people just like yourself. Join the discussion, access more in-depth trainings, and be a part of this growing movement by joining the Crossing Over community today.